Hi, and welcome to Global Impact, a podcast designed to help you find the freedom to accomplish more with your life, increase the productivity of your team, and make a difference in the lives of people around the world. I'm your host, J.W. Oliver, and I thank you for joining us. Hello and welcome to another super edition of Global Impact. I'm your host, J.W. Oliver. This, this morning, just wanted to spend a little time and talk about what is insourcing, what is outsourcing, what's the difference, how do you get started, what are some of the statistics. I can do this in just a few minutes and we'll sum it up and talk a little bit about how we fit into that as, as well. But outsourcing is, is insourcing are two different things. Outsourcing is when you get someone to work for you, they don't have to be physically present, but they can be equipped to handle the task. They can be partial contracts, they can be project oriented, but there's also different kinds of outsourcing. You'll hear about nearshore, offshore. Nearshore is a process when you're within neighboring countries. For instance, if you're in the US and you work for a company that's based in Mexico, that would be nearshoring. And then there's offshoring where you're actually working with different countries. Possibly even you have somebody who might be in, let's say India, Africa or, or even the, the Philippines working. So that could be a difference in offshore. And the difference in insourcing is quite different. It's a business practice that's performed within your operational structure of your organization. So it's inclusive in nature, meaning that they work for you directly for you. It's the same person that you're dealing with. They truly become part of your team. It's, it's got slight similarities to outsourcing, but there's, there is some differences in how you engage and whether they're permanent, semi-permanent, contract base, et cetera. There's a distinction between insourcing out things that, that should be clarified. It's important to understand the difference is how you can also leverage your business. Again, a lot of times outsourcing can be for a specific function. You may even have a group of people who are performing those functions as a commonplace, for instance. Uh, you, you may have accountants working for you or accounting bookkeeping types working for you offshore or nearshore. And you may be dealing with different people during the day. They're handling, again, those tasks driven where the, the insourcing, they're truly working for you specifically and not for other people. Additionally, another major difference is the methods in which work project or tasks between different companies and departments within your organization. Uh, it's important to understand that there, there are different ways to do insourcing, but primarily think of it as a team member that's been added to work for you solely for you as well. Some of the top challenges that businesses face, and, and these are some, some statistics that have been done in some research. For instance, uh, top challenges facing small business. 50% is hiring new employees. That's a, pro that's a process, especially for small businesses. You're either gonna go through an employment agency, you're gonna place an ad in the newspaper, you're gonna go through multiple interviews, you're gonna bring them in, do background checks. That can be time consuming and also uh, very frustrating as well. Uh, challenges is increasing the profits, you've got employee healthcare, you've got employee uh, equipment such as desk, computers, office space. It's a cash flow issue, but your number one thing is you're trying to grow your revenue, but a, a lot of times these adding of team members or staff members to your place. I heard somebody say staff is an infection of the foot. So we don't even use the word staff. We try to use team members uh, all the way around. But insourcing has definitely made it easier for businesses to scale while also keeping their, their costs down. So 
Deloitte has done some surveys and they found that there, there were some very 78% say that they're positive with the people that they're outsourcing. I think insourcing, you're going to find that closer to 85 to 90%, if, if not even higher, because again, they're becoming part of your, 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 your team, part of what you're doing. And there's lots of reasons people do outsource cost cutting. I think there's an, an ability to focus on what your core competency is within your organization. So you can say you're, you're enabling your or elevating your employees to, to be able to do a better job versus where you're able to have them do these menial tasks that may be taking up their time to do the important task as well. This can be in any business. Critical to your business needs, accessing to intellectual capital, managing the business environment, all these reasons that people do fall and they do look to outsource. So, so what are some of the business benefits to insourcing? Control, it gives you control over them. Uh, you can have definitely monitor them. There's all kinds of ways through Zoom conference call or having them remoted to a, a separate PC that you can actually track and see their work. We obviously track it within Global BP Solutions. We track their time and uh, you are responsible to track their productivity. And that, that that's an interesting piece of this. We are try to be very clear on the hiring process. We're gonna uh, do the interviewing, uh, initial interviewing to, to vet that down to the top two or three candidates. You'll do a video conference. We will set up their IT, the data security, have a nice place to work. We're in a high rise building, the nicest building in downtown Harare, Zimbabwe. So we'll handle all of that. But we, we do make it very clear that you are responsible for the training aspect. We'll help get them onboarded. But anything you're doing, particularly to your office, whether that's marketing, accounting, or any of those such issues, that does fall within you to handle that. So uh, the control is there. The business and culture alignment. Insourced employees are better connected to the day-to-day -day operations and the culture of the business because they get to know you. Uh, they focus. They allow you to focus on your core business while they're handling uh, their work, which is usually improved, improved employee morale within your organization. Which, which allows them to take, again, these, these tasks that may be taking up a lot of their time. In the dental world, it's the insurance verifications, right? We have a lot of offices who are doing that in-house, or maybe recare or callbacks on their patients, or maybe it's even in, in the marketing aspect, it's just, my goodness, how do I keep my website updated? I, I see websites all the time from large companies where they're talking about a big event coming in September and it's already November, so it's it's, it's just being able to keep up with daily social media posts for your organization, uh, maybe events that are happening, website posts, all these things are things that your, your individual can do. Even if say they're hired for one specific task, there is some crossover. Again, they work for you 40 hours a week. They work on the same schedule or, or allocated schedule that you desire them to. They work eight hours a day typically. And again, it's just like an employee except you only have uh, the cost, which is somewhere between 25 and 30% or savings of, of, of 70 to 75%. You know, outsourcing to Africa is becoming increasingly popular. It's the number one expected growth area is the, the outsourcing. Again, what we call insourcing. It's uh, even though India and Philippines could be argued as the top places, Africa is definitely where the future is because you have this large educated populace. There's more than a dozen countries in Africa out of the 54 that English is the official language. And I'll tell you, when you're in Zimbabwe, it blows your mind. I always say it's like you're speaking to the queen and it truly is. You have this 
perfect English that I wish I could speak, but I'm quite unable to because I start sounding like I'm from Australia when I do it. But no, it's fantastic. You'll see that on the interview. There, obviously, there's people that have different variations in their linguistics. We do try to vet that out, depending if they're client facing or if they're back office. We'll make sure that it's it's a, a good fit. But um, there, there's lots of opportunity for successful outsourcing in any area, and I'm telling you, it could be from IT to marketing to logistics, uh, 3D, 2D animation, accounting personnel from whether you just need a bookkeeper with with QuickBooks, uh, SAP, Pastel yeah, type experience, or uh, if you need a full chartered accountant. Uh, me personally, I've got two people that work in an accounting. I've got 14 people that work for one of my uh, companies. It's a medical imaging, dental imaging company, and we cover everything from, from logistics to marketing to accounting, and it's just been tremendous. So you gotta think outside of the box, or what are the things that are weighing down in your business that that you could potentially outsource uh, i want to touch base on the time zone uh, the the difference is yes there is a difference in our time from central there is typically seven hours most of the year uh, they don't do daylight savings time which i'm not quite so sure why anybody does daylight savings time anymore but uh they do work your hours so if you are for instance on central or pacific mountain east coast they do work the same hours as you. We've got a customer in Alaska. Obviously, that's even further back. They work the same hours, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. that the offices are open. We've got some customers in the UK. They work uh, the London-based hours as well. So time difference is, is never uh, an issue as well. Education, I do want to say that out of the 54 countries, they rank number one or two on the not only literacy rate, but in having university educations, which those are based on the British systems, very, very similar to the to the US. Most of them have a, uh, a four or five year degree, which which uh, they've attained. So they've really been able to uh, get this high level of education. But with the 80% unemployment rate, it's just staggering. It, it really is. And we just have some of the most wonderful people working They're They're not only in my case, um, not only team members, but they're also friends and we invest in their lives going forward as well. Uh, telecommunications, we've got uh, redundancy on our backup. We've got some of the highest rated internet data security systems in place. Uh, in the medical side, all of our um, people have the HIPAA certification. They're very uh, under a contract for non-disclosures, everyone is. Um, obviously there's, there's initial onboarding issues, just as if you had somebody come to work in your office, you know, we had somebody that was out recently and they were out because they were sick and they said, well, one of the clients said, well, who's going to handle the work for them? And I said, well, I don't know. What do you do when somebody's sick in your office? So it was like, oh yeah, they work for me. So keeping understanding that they do work for you and they do work directly for you. But uh, outsourcing definitely frees up your time. Insourcing, uh, excuse me for the slip of the tongue there, it is insourcing. Um, outsourcing sometimes can have that negative connotation, but this insourcing is really where we focus on. Flexibility, again, for the hours, allows you to work with them. Some people have a half and half. They'll, they'll have them come in at 4 a.m. Central Time. They get their work done. They'll review it the next four hours and then they can move on to, to work in the next even. Some people are even uh, catching them late in the afternoon. They start working, they get their work done. When they wake up the next day, they go over the work they've done and they kind of work back and back, back and forth. But how do you start insourcing? 
the couple of ways. First of all, understand your goals. What's your objective? What do you want to do? What do you what task oriented uh, roles do you need filled? Identify the need. Exactly what are you looking for? You you might not be great at digital marketing, but you understand that you have a need for it. So maybe you have this person who's going to help you with multiple tasks, but you need them to have just a better understanding of say digital marketing or web design. So we can we can find people with that skill. You develop a job matrix, which basically is uh, uh, very simple bullet points is fine. We've got a form on our website you can fill out, but it's it's really coming up with what that detail is that you're looking for. So if they need to have accounting, if they need to have good customer communication, maybe they have need to have a sales background. I've actually got some people working in sales, so so they do a great job there. Then you can contact us. We'll help you with the process. We'll do all the HR portion where we're vetting out the clients. We're looking at that typical CVs, which we call CVs there, resumes in the US. Um, it's amazing. We can put out a, a, a open position and we've had in the past as, as many as 700 resumes slash CVs for one position. So we really get to look at a lot of qualified talent as well. Onboarding is the most, I would say not the most difficult, but the most important part. We say if you can spend about you are the primary person in your office, the primary contact person. If you can spend about 45 minutes to an hour each day for two weeks straight, you're gonna be successful with onboarding. If you can allocate that time, typically through a Zoom call where you can have a video conference, obviously that makes it more personable as well. Uh, how do you communicate? Lots of ways, we've got people who literally ship one of their uh, voice over IP, their VoIP phones over to our office they put it on their desk, we plug it into our internet, and literally you can pick up the phone from your office, hit extension 12, and you're speaking to that person, and it's uh, no latency, it's like they're sitting in the next room to you. That's a very common way to do it. We can also set up virtual phone systems like through Ring Central, uh, Grasshopper has them. There's, there's companies that, that have uh, virtual phone systems. We can help you set that up. We can even hook you into our system for a nominal fee and, and you don't have to set up a new account as well. Um, a lot of myths about out, about outsourcing and, and that's things like you lose control of your business. Not true. It's limited to big businesses. Not true. We've got more small companies than uh, large companies. Outsourcing means poor quality. Definitely not true. I tell people all the time, my employees, uh, my team members, are, it's, it's like somebody who graduated from uh, a four-year university, that's the quality that you get for uh, a, a nice savings. Language barriers, cultural differences will hinder your progress, not true. Uh, there may be some uh, cultural differences just because they live in a different economic environment, but you'd be amazed at, at how closely they do, they do mesh as well. Um, outsourcing is going to compromise my security. I, you may not know this, but all the big five accounting firms all use resources from outside of the U.S. It's very common and we provide what we know is the highest level of internet security that we can have. We get it audited and so that really becomes a non-issue. Africa is definitely the becoming a leading insourcing destination and we know that we offer um, English speaking, world-class broadband connections, and we are ready to help you grow and leverage your business. Most importantly, it's a ministry. And I probably should have started with that, but my partner and I both know that the reason we got into this was to 
Number one, help your business. That's the first thing we can do. We can do that at 70% savings. Number two, it's helping the people of Zimbabwe where the estimates are, some say as high as 90%. We use 80% as a number of employment. We're ready to put people to work. They're, they're supporting their families. They're supporting their relatives. And it's amazing the ministry from that aspect. And then my partner committed to giving away 51% of our profits. Yep, you heard that right. 51% of our profits are pushed back into ministries around the world. So we'd love to have you. Just give us a call. You can go to our website at globalbpsolutions.com. We've got a number of affiliate sites, supportdds.com, uh, we support ministries.com, supportcpa.com, and even supportdoctors.com. Our main one is, again, Global BP Solutions. That's global, B as in boy, P as in Paul, solutions.com. Uh, it stands for business processes. We'd love to help you, and I'd love to speak to you personally if uh, the need arises for you to leverage and grow your business. Thank you for joining on Global Impact. I hope that helps give a, a little bit better synopsis about how we work, the process for, for the interviewing. Uh, I may not have finished that up, but once you we select someone, uh, you'll be able to do a video interview. You actually get to select the person that's gonna come to work for you. So that's a huge attribute and benefit for, for utilizing our services. Again, thank you. Planning on what you can do to make a global impact in the year ahead. God bless you. May God show favor on you as well. Have a super day. Thanks again for joining us on another edition of Global Impact. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Deezer and follow us on Facebook. Links will be in the description below. Until next time, stay inspired, stay motivated, and make an impact.